It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, everybody? The Washington Wizards lose to the Indiana Pacers, 112 to 104 in Indianapolis, but Jordan Poole drops 28 points. So we're going to recap the game, and we're going to ask a question. Are these chemistry issues with the Wizards a big deal or not such a big deal? We're going to talk about that and then chop it up with you guys at the end like we always do. Next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We appreciate you guys making Locked On Wizards your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. And tonight's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest, most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use promo code all lowercase locked on NBA for our first deposit matchup to $100. It is your host, Brandon Scott, with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. And uh, we are going to do a recap for the Wizards loss. Um, in Indianapolis, and then we're going to kind of talk about are the Wizards having chemistry issues, and is this a big deal? Should we be bored, or is it just guys you know, getting upset on the court? So we're going to talk about that, and then we're going to chop it up at the end like we always do. So let's get into it, E. Um, the Washington Wizards drop road game in Indianapolis, 112-104. to 104. Um, Looking at the stat line team-wise, rebounds, again, we're an issue, but even though they're individual-wise, um, you know, Kyle Kuzma did struggle for the field, but rebounds um, did look good from him. So um, was rebounding the issue tonight, or what led to this loss tonight, man? Um, a lot of things. Uh, rebounding and, and definitely defense, again, they just couldn't guard anybody. Yeah. Uh, first half was a struggle for both sides. Um, the second quarter got better. Corey Kispert um, scored a good amount in that second quarter. But um, the bench, man, Isaiah Jackson, even though he had that dirty play on Blau, <laughs> yeah. you know, he scored, he, uh, he contributed scoring about 10, 11 points. TJ McConnell, they could not stop him getting to the rim. And, um, that started, you know, a, a, a disagreement between Jordan Poole and the long, right. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but they couldn't guard anybody. Jordan Nawara went in and dunked yeah. on Gafford, you know, I mean, Blau dunked on Isaiah Jackson, but. Jordan Nawara came off the bench and dunked on Daniel Gaffer. Benedict Matherin came off the bench yeah. as well and put up, you know, 15 points. So uh, they, they just couldn't guard anybody. They couldn't get stops. They couldn't get any boards at all. There was a bunch of times where we saw Miles Turner tip the ball out and either Obi Toppin would hit a three or Bruce Bowen would get a second chance and he would hit a floater. Uh, so too many times we saw that for sure. Uh, Miles Turner ended up with 13 rebounds, at 18 points. Um, so, yeah, we just – we got we we kind of got out, out physical at times. Couldn't get any stops. Couldn't guard anybody, and couldn't rebound the ball. That's kind of just been the formula for the Washington Wizards for the most part this season. Uh, they did try to come back at the end. They cut it to six uh, in the fourth quarter, but you know once again they just they just couldn't get any stops at all when we really excuse me when we really needed it. Especially and you know without Tyrese Halliburton, yeah, you know yeah. I thought it would be a little bit closer. I didn't think we were going to win, but I thought, you know, there were going to be t- moments where, you know, we had a lead or it looked like we had a good chance. We were going to have a good chance to win. But uh, so that, that was just disappointing to see that without uh, Tyrese Halliburton out there. But you're yeah, looking at the numbers. The Pacers had seven guys in double figures. Um, 
Let's see how much how they shot from the three point line. They didn't shoot the ball well from the three point line. They got to the free throw free throw line twenty four times. We didn't shoot the free throw. We didn't shoot free throws well at all. Twenty one for thirty from the free throw from the free throw line, and they out rebounded us fifty four to forty five. They had sixty points in the paint compared to our fifty six. So, um, biggest thing we really was just not rebounding the ball and just not stopping T.J. McConnell on their bench, um, getting to the basket. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, again, <laughs> different game, same script. I mean, the same issues that plagued this team. Day in, day out, again, we're highlighted tonight. And um, like you said, e, um, our inability to stop them on the perimeter, our inability to guard the interior, um, transition is slow, rotations is slow, um, closeouts are slow, communication is weak, um, rebounding, again, is abysmal. It's just, again, it's different game, same script. You know, the issues we have are going to be season-long issues. <laughs> Let's be 100 with this, man. I mean, you know, it's the same issues every game. Um, kind of looking at the individual performances. Oh, going back to free throws, that that's another issue we've had all year long, man. I mean, that, that, those are free points, man. <laughs> like the charity, they call it the charity strike for a reason. You know, these are free points. We gotta we gotta capitalize at the line, man. You know, we definitely gotta get better at the line. But um, looking at individual performances, Jordan Poole offensively had a really good night. I mean, twenty eight points, shooting eleven for twenty one overall, and two for seven from three point line, uh, four for six from the line. Seven assists, three steals. Now I get it. Uh, you know, defensively, he's he's not a stopper, but three steals, I'll take it. You know, he but he had a really good night, man. You know, he definitely had a really good night offensively. Um, looking at the starting five, Kyle Kuzma, very underwhelming, really bad shooting night. Four for 15, over four from three. He did contribute 10 rebounds. Now, he, you know, rebounding wise, he has stepped it up rebounding uh last game 15, this game 10. So he's definitely stepping up as far as rebounding because we know this is a really bad rebounding team. Um, but 11 points, very underwhelming for Kuz. Uh, Denny, uh, kind of up and down. 15 points, yes. Uh, five rebounds, one steal, one assist. Um, four for 10 for the field. So I do kind of want to see him step up a little bit, but I will take 15 points from Denny. Uh, Gaff, six blocks. So he had a little block party tonight. I mean, six blocks, 12 points, eight rebounds. So Gaff definitely had a better game against Miles Turner because Miles Turner tends to – really give him the business, man. So I felt like he had a better game against Miles Turner. I mean, Miles Turner's going to do whatever he wants to do, man. Let's be 100 with that. So, I mean, we'll, we'll take that as a small um, victory as far as Gafford because, I mean, looking at Miles Turner, I mean, 18 points, 13 rebounds, two blocks. So, I mean, he, he played decent matching up against Miles Turner. You know, he definitely did the best he could. Um, and then looking at the rest of the starting five, uh, Tyus Jones, 11 points, and, and do, 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 do. Four assists, so I definitely want to see his assist numbers get better. Uh, I felt like he was on fire in the first half. He kind of uh, cooled off in the second half, but the first half he was definitely um, looking pretty good. And then looking at the second unit, e, um, Kispert, again, had a really good game, man. He was really um, three for me from three, six um, for 11 for overall, 15 points. He did well. Koulibaly, I mean, really nice dunk, but very underwhelming offensively. You know, defensively he looked solid, but offensively not his best showing. And uh, DeLon Wright and uh, Muscala, eh, you know, <laughs> four points for one, three for the other. So, you know, very underwhelming as far as the bench. You know, like you said, they had seven guys scoring double figures. So on their on their second unit, man, their second unit definitely shine tonight. Because if you look at their second unit, uh, 16 points by Matherin, 14 points by TJ McConnell. I mean, really, are we letting TJ McConnell? I mean, <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> he ain't Steve Nash, man. Like, what, what are you doing? Like, I mean, TJ McConnell's doing whatever he wanted to do, man. I mean, I just, I don't get that. Um, Isaiah Jackson, formerly a Washington Wizards draft pick. Um, he 
you know, that, that flagrant foul, I, I believe that, you know, he didn't, that was a call for, you know, he definitely had a chance. He didn't have to pull him down by his shoulder. I think his feeling, he looked kind of in his feelings because Bilal dunked on him. So it is what it is, you know, right. but you know, I mean, this is just, it's, it's tough to really, uh, to really break it down because every game is the same issues. You know what I mean? It's just, you feel like it's groundhog day, like, you know, different game, but it's the same issues. I mean, we, all the deficiencies in this game highlight all the deficiencies we had all year long, man. And we just, we cannot defend the perimeter to save our lives. I mean, teams, it, look, if you're having a rough year at three point, go play the Wizards. You're going to have a career at night. I mean, in the interior, there's, there, there's no passion, there's no effort, there's no heart. People are able to drive the lane with ease. Like I said, n- n- nothing against TJ McConnell. Like it's the NBA, man. If you made it to the NBA, you are one of the best. I mean, you are a pro. You can play some basketball. So it's no, it's no shade on him. But, you know, I guess what I'm kind of looking at TJ McConnell is like, he's not the most athletic guy. So it's like, come on, man. Like, what are we doing? I mean, we've got to lock this paint down, man. And, you know, yeah, Gaff has six blocks, but he needs some help. You know, I don't know if they need to switch up the scheme defensively. I mean, I, I don't know what they need to do, but they, they got to show more heart and passion and effort defensively because you're just letting guys walk walks through the lane and there's no effort. So, and then, you know, obviously we're about to talk about the chemistry in this team because I'm saying, man, there's a lot of bad signs with the chemistry and a lot of issues in this, in this locker room and that are being highlighted. But, you know, again, there's no heart. I, I think a lot of these guys are checked out. I mean, Kuz, man, you know, just looking at his his body language on the court. Um, like I said, um, OKC game, he was at the press conference. Man, he's he has a look on his face like he's done. Like, he, you know, he was just like real, real short. You know, he's just he, he's a lot of frustration in his locker room, man. And you can feel that just watching him on the court, you know, arguing. We saw that with the last two years, he, especially the year with uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. I mean, we saw Davos Pertanza, all people trying to check somebody. Um, you know, you had fights with KCP. I mean, the list goes on. And we knew that when that when that happened that year, that was it. That's all she wrote when it comes to chemistry. Once you see guys fighting like that, especially DeLon, man. I mean, you know, you usually don't see DeLon really – get at it with anybody as, as far as his teammates, man. So, you know, with him and Poole going at it, you know, on a missed assignment, um, and we'll see. We'll talk about that. But, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what I got, E. I mean, different games, same script. I mean, the same issues. And if they're not going to try to fix these issues, then this is going to be the end result every night out, man, because they got to show some effort, some heart. You know, that's how you play defense, man. Like, you know, there's a lot of guys in this league that aren't athletic, but they can play defense. Why? Because there's effort, there's heart. You know, there's, there's you know, putting the effort in there, man. You know, you don't have to be the most athletic guy. You just had to have some heart and play hard. You know, Pat Beverly, I mean, I say his name a lot, but he's not the most athletic guy, but he's a dog. He has that mentality. He's a mentality thing. And they don't have the mentality here. And so we, we're going to talk about it, man. So uh, before mm-hmm. we move on to chemistry issues, man, uh, anything you want to talk about as far as recapping the game? No. Um... I'll, yeah, there's a lot, a lot to talk about. So we're we're gonna, we're gonna get into the chemistry real quick. But uh, yeah, we, man, we got a quick word about prize picks. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, tonight's episode 100%. is brought. Oh yeah, absolutely. We about to chop it up, man. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, man. So you probably wonder what is Prize Picks? Well, it is actually the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They are the easiest, most exciting way to play daily daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers instead of battling with thousands of other players, including pros and sharks. You pick more than or less than two to six players in their stat projections. You watch the winnings roll in. Is that easy? And with basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey 
at two at 10.5 combo or three points made and receptions, you might have to take that. Want to play alongside some of Prize Picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? You can do that. You can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each week. That's pretty cool. Prize Picks even offers a reboot policy of that so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if your player gets hurt and exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sport platform with an insurance policy for injuries to your players so that is really key so all you got to do is go to prospects.com slash locked on nba and use promo code locked on nba for a first deposit match up to 100 and again go to prospects.com slash locked on nba and use promo code locked on nba for a first deposit match up to one c note the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So prize picks. Ed, Locked On Wizards, or Locked On, has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 stream channel on YouTube. Locked on Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the liquor experts of Locked On Plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So let's get to the juicy party. Um, Obviously, DeLon Wright and Jordan Poole has some words. Uh, this is not the first time that there's been words with Jordan Poole and another player. I'm not doing just highlighting Jordan Poole here, but um, the proof is in the pudding. But then if you look at the fact that Bilal Kulabali got hit, I mean, he got brought down pretty hard. He was on the court for a little bit. And it was very surprising that his teammates didn't get in the face of, the, of Isaiah Jackson or even try to, like, defend him. So, he, looking at the chemistry issues, man, I mean, he's, they're obviously red flags. But is there a cause for concern or are we starting to see the beginning of the end of this current core going towards the deadline? Yeah, definitely. I think guys have certainly checked out. They're ready for the trade deadline for sure. They're ready to move on. They're ready for their next team. They're ready for the season over. Or they're going to Cancun or going on vacation. Um, like you brought up in the previous um, part of the show, I mean, Kuzma, he, he had one of his worst nights. <laughs> a lot of the shots that he took looked yeah. like a guy who's, you know, who, who he like he's seen and read some of the trade rumors. A lot of his name come up a lot. The whole report about the multiple first round picks. He knows the situation, so I, I, I think he's you know he's he's trying to play hard, but at the same time he knows what the situation is. He knows that he may not be here uh, past February for sure. But some of the shot selection, some of the shots that he took with nine to ten seconds left on the shot clock, and you're pulling up from three in a winnable game. You know we're down, but it's still you still have a chance to make it competitive. You know you yeah. don't have to just jack up a three. With 10 seconds left in the shot. And Jordan Poole did that a couple times tonight, too, but he did shoot the ball a lot better. He got to the basket and whatnot. But yeah, Kuz, it was just a rough night. It looked like he just wasn't fully locked in tonight, honestly. Um, he did rebound the ball, but as far as from you know scoring and just shots like 4 for 15 from the from the field, like we know he's a lot better than that. He's had some really good games against the Pacers. So uh tonight was certainly a disappointing night for him. But yeah, the the whole Jordan Poole and DeLon Wright thing. I didn't get to see too much of it, but I heard that, you know, they were, you know, kind of going back and forth with each other on the play. 
Uh, Jordan Poole, we know that he's not the best defender in the world. DeLon Wright is more of a defender for sure, one of the best defenders on his team, if not the best. Yeah. Um, I know he was probably frustrated with Jordan Poole on that assignment, letting TJ McConnell get to the basket pretty easily. Uh, so, yeah, you see it with guys. You see it with guys. They're starting to get frustrated. These are the dog days of the season as well. And then Blau gets pulled down, basically uh, almost like a Draymond Green type of flagrant foul because, you know, Isaiah Jackson was mad that he got dunked on by Blau. And I thought somebody should have, you know, got physical with Isaiah Jackson, honestly. Yeah, you know, yeah. you see other teams, other teams, they're ready to fight after something like that. I thought that was ridiculous. I thought it was a, a not a basketball play. I thought it was a Bush League play from Isaiah Jackson. I think somebody should have stepped him. And I told about the Death Row DC Wizards team. We just don't have a lot of guys that um, are, are mean, honestly. And I think when we when we revamp this team and, and different, bring in a different culture, we need to get some guys that are, that are mean that play mean and play with a lot of physicality. Somebody should have definitely gotten Isaiah Jackson's face uh, for that. I, I don't care if they got a technical foul or whatever, but you got to yeah. stand up for your teammate. That was ridiculous. You don't just pull a guy down because he dunked on you. So, I, I you know, some guys, they come up to pick Bilal up, but I thought they should have definitely gotten to Isaiah, Isaiah Jackson's face too. We've seen a lot of teams with chemistry on this team, especially under Wes. Uh, under Wes, I feel like almost you know, we saw his rookie season, his rookie coaching uh, um, start with West. We've seen, you know, things going on with the locker room and guys not getting along. So, you know, West definitely has a hard time, you know, getting guys to buy in. And of course, when you're losing so many games, it's hard to buy in anyway. But yeah, he has a hard time kind of being a leader of men and policing the locker room for sure. So, you know, things like this happen on every team. So, you know, it's a long way to go. But this trade deadline is, is definitely coming up fast. Yeah, you know, uh, Weston Sell Jr., and it's funny that you brought up head coaching, man. He, he reminds me a lot of Ron Rivera, <laughs> the former coach of the Washington Commanders. And saying that is, good guy, just not what we need at coaching, man. Um, I, I do like Weston Sell Jr. I think he's a really likable dude, man. But he's lost the locker room, and this is not the first year he's lost it. And, again, you know, you point out there's so many deficiencies we had these three years under Weston Sell Jr., man. You know, the defense has not improved. It's gotten worse. I mean, again, we have locker room issues. We got guys fighting. You know, I, I said it, I've said it for two years in a row, man. I said, look, he needs to put his foot down and solidify his control over his locker room, and he needs to set the standard. And he, and I don't see that happening, man, because the, the fighting, the bickering, the the you know, pool early on in the year being Hollywood, the attitudes, the lack of effort is just that is indicative of the hit coaching, man. Because your coach, just like you know, your children are like the, the example of, of the parents. It's the same thing in the players for the coach. You know, all this is has a lot to do with head coaching and, you know, the lack of adjustments. I mean, there's, there's so many things that you can point out. Um, looking at, you know, Jordan Poole, again, I, I, I'm not going to harp on him, man, but a lot of the issues we had this year have had been around him. You know, you know him, his shot selection, the attitude, the this and that. Um, for DeLon Wright, a veteran in his league, for the, you know, he's typically not that guy that does that. You know, so they're clearly frustrated, very frustrated. I mean, when your record is six and 31, you're going to be frustrated. I mean, let's <laughs> just be real. I'll be frustrated too. But I mean, changes need to happen, man. Changes need to happen. I mean, at the end of the year, they need to evaluate head coaching. And we need to go out there. And, and I believe we need to go get the new head coach. That is my opinion. Um, because I, he's lost the locker room again, man. I mean, they, they've checked out. Kyle Kuzma's gone. In his head, he's already traded. But you know, here's the thing with that, man. I, you know, I don't know why he's surprised. I mean, because let's be real. I'm going to be 100% in my analysis. Number one, they knew going in when they signed that, when he signed that contract that 
he was eventually going to be moved. So anybody surprised by him being made available, uh, you must be living on the rock or not paying attention because that was the whole MO of why they signed him, man. You know, because, and the reason, and look, he took that money because a lot of options were out there for him in, in free agency. Let's be real. If he found the money, he wouldn't be a wizard right now. And we be a hundred. Because, I mean, we all know he was not, the, we were not his first choice. He was trying to find a contender, man. Um, he likes DC, yeah. But, I mean, they've they've checked out. They they've checked out, and because you don't see any effort, and neither in the of the floor. E. There's no effort. There's no heart. There's no care in the world. People are now fighting. I mean, and again, we we said this last year. We said this a year before. And and what brings that all together? West Sunset Junior. So I mean, like I said, my comparison is you know, look, really nice dude, man. But as far as head coach, he ain't it. You know, assistant coach, absolutely. You know, he did well in Denver because as an assistant coach, but we we tried it, you know, for three seasons, we tried to give him every chance to coach his team up. And every year we've had locker room issues. Every year the defense is trash. Every year the effort is trash. Every year it's the same issues. And we, we said it last year, what we say, what is the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing and expecting different results. We got to change it up, man. I mean, we got to change it up because it just ain't working. It's not working. So that's kind of where I'm at, man. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's, it's it's we're seeing the same thing every every game. We really are. I mean, the only only pause that I'll say is, is Jordan Poole starting to play, uh, you know, better. He's shooting the ball better. He's starting to score more. But yeah, it's the same thing defensively. It's it's just terrible, uh, rebounding awful. And uh, you know, you're seeing guys that are ready ready for the trade deadline. You can clearly see it, and uh, they're they're ready for a vacation for sure, which is coming up. The trade deadline, I want to say, starts February 8th. Um, I will say, you know, Gafford, he he tried. You know, he had six blocks. He gave some effort tonight, but once again, overmatched by, you know, my, you know Miles Turner had 18 points and 13 boards. Isaiah Jackson had 11 points. Um, Scala played a little bit. Once again, Danilo Gallinari collects another DNP. Anthony Gill, DNP. <coughs> Diallo didn't play, and then Johnny Davis, once again, does not play at all. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens with these guys once the trade deadline comes up. Pat Baldwin didn't play either, and uh, Diallo didn't play either. So, you know, but we're going to get to some comments here. Uh, but before we do that, today's episode is brought to you by Chase Medical. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we talk just for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. This is scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if uh, somebody or one of my one of my kids got sick while a supply chain issue kept them from the life-saving medication they needed. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UDIs, respiratory infections, sinuses, skin infections, among others. This stuff can happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code Locked on to get $20 off your... The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. 
Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so we're going to read about two comments here, and um, and then we'll leave the rest of the comments for tomorrow. We will be previewing the game against uh, – who do they play tomorrow? Who do they – they play somebody on Saturday. Oh, the, I want to say it's the Hawks. the Hawks. Yeah, they play the Hawks again on Saturday at Atlanta at 7.30. It's a nice game. <laughs> and then the, the, the schedule gets a little bit lighter with the Pistons. The Pistons actually are kind of playing well. As of late, they won a couple of games, and they did just get blown up by the Spurs. Then we play the Knicks, and then we play the Spurs again, and then we play the Spurs on January 20th. But we're going to read about two comments here, and then I'll wrap it up for tonight. Um, let's see. I'm not going to read that comment, actually, uh, from Joshua Cotton. But uh, – DMV for life says we deserve to lose, lose this one. As soon as I saw Delana Jordan arguing on the court during the defensive possession, I knew it was a wrap. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, when you can't guard TJ McConnell and you let him get to the basket continuously, you know, you get a break with Tyrese Halliburton not playing because if Halliburton would have played, you know, he probably would have put up, you know, twenty to twenty-five, ten to fifteen assists easily. So you know, you got a little bit of a break, but then again, you let TJ McConnell get to the basket easily and score and get a couple of assists. So, you know, it's just – that's what the that's the way the defense has been. I mean, can't guard a park car, can't guard a stop sign. Matador defense, Olay, just letting guys get – Jordan Noir getting the dunk. Uh, so, that, that's just something that we've seen, you know, time and time and time again this year. So, um, as far as guys arguing it, we saw it, you know, with Wes's year before. Like you said, you talked about Bertans and Denny getting that argument and then Montrose Harrell and KCP getting a fist fight and – you know, guys, you know, nobody like in Dinwiddie and this, you know, guys arguing a lot. It, 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 the Wizards are not the only team where this happens, but with West, we've just seen it time and time again. Yeah. And that's what brings it together, man, is that another year in issues is so, yeah. I mean, the arguing on the court is just, like I said, when you see stuff like that, it's indicative of what the standard is set in the locker room, you know, because you don't see that with certain coaches, man. So, like I said, it's it's time for a change, man. I'm, I'm, at, I'm right. I've seen enough. It's time for a change. Right. Um, yeah, and then Kisper, yeah, he, I don't think he scored at all in the second half. I got to look at that. Nah. But he had a really good first half. <laughs> and then he just didn't didn't really make an impact at all in the second half. 15 points, three threes, really good first half. Played 30 minutes, too. He got a lot of playing time. Bilal played 22 minutes, uh, 5.6 rebounds. Didn't shoot the ball well, one for five on the field. Um, but, you know, I, I like the way that he took it to the basket on that one play with the dunk. Uh, but last comment of the night, and then there's a bunch of comments in here, so we're definitely we are going to read them tomorrow for sure. We're we definitely going to get to them, uh, for sure because we see a lot of comments from you guys. Uh, last one, Eden. No, this is uh, it's another one, it's another one. It was either DME for life, I think we already read that one. Oh, mm-hmm. the truth, the truth says, How do you let TJ McConnell light you up? How do you let Jackson hit Bilal? Nobody tries to even check him. Team is so soft. Don't get me started on players arguing in the court. Absolutely. I'm glad he said something. Absolutely. You got to check people, man. Come on. Now. 
we, look, we need more dogs, man. We need yep, more people. Yep. We need the, the choir board <laughs> thing going on, man. It, it needs to go. Look, we need dogs, man. We need guys who are ready to scrap. I mean, look, I have no problem with, with somebody catching the tee if they're defending a teammate. I have no problem with that, man. No problem at all. Look, say, you know, hate him or love him. Say what you want about Draymond Green. But every team needs one. Every team needs that enforcer. If you look at the history of the NBA, there's always been that enforcer. Who protected Michael Jordan? Get an enforcer. You know, whether it was Rodman, whether it was Horace or um, what's his name? Uh, Charles Oakley before he mm-hmm. got, got flipped to the Knicks for um, what's his name? Uh, the center. But anyways, um, mm-hmm. everybody's had an enforcer. You know, Mark Keith was John Wall's enforcer for a while. Mm-hmm. You need a guy who's going to go in there and fight in the trenches, man. None of this, you know, everybody looking around. That was really disappointing. You know, mm-hmm. Kisper was standing right there. And Kisper is like, well, I don't know what he was looking at, but come on, man. Say something, do something. You do not do that to somebody's teammate, man. Nah, ain't happening. You know, we need we need to, yeah, we need some dogs. The choir mm-hmm. boy stuff's got to stop. You know, we need guys who are ready to throw down because look, that's that's the nature of the business, man. You know, you want to see guys fighting for each other because they, you know, and, and that's another thing that's kind of showing why there's issues in the locker room because nobody's stepping up fighting for anybody. That's that, man. That to me is the biggest red flag. You know, sometimes, you know, teammates are going to yell at each other, some teammates are going to argue. But when you see a teammate get thrown down on the court and nobody's doing anything, to me, that's the biggest red flag out of out of the two situations, in my opinion. So, yeah, very, very disappointed in that, man. Yeah, it was. And uh, Stuart O'Flaherty, he says, hey, the flu is a virus. The antibiotics do nothing for that. <laughs> hey, look, check out Jay's Medical. You may change your mind, man. Check out, check out Jay's Medical. You got the promo code right there locked on, Stu. So check it out, man, for sure. Uh, and then somebody else said that I, I never <laughs> I say that we're gonna read the comments, but we never do. I'm looking for that comment that we'll probably uh, Eden, yeah, Eddie, actually Eddie, not Eden. Read them now. Says you always say that and you never read our comments. I I do say that I, I do say that <coughs> I do say that, but I definitely will be reading the comments. We will be doing that tomorrow. I will make sure of that, and I will go down. And you got my word, Eddie. You got my word. <laughs> you heard it here first, man. <laughs> Listen, you said don't be disrupted at all. And then Eddie said no disrupt all of. Yes, I get it. I get it, man. I get it. I get it. All love, all love. And uh Stuart says, love you guys too. So, like I said, Stu, check out that Jay's case for sure. Yeah, man. All love, man. Hey, man, if we could look, we they we could defend it more than the wizards do, right? <laughs> I, mean, I know. I know. I'm I know. telling you, man. So yeah, I mean, it's all love, man. But, you know, it all comes down to this, E, before we roll, man. It comes down to this. It's the end of this core. I mean, right now, everybody's waiting. The fan base is waiting. The front office is waiting. The, the veterans are waiting. And the young guys are waiting for the deadline. They checked out. That's it. Because it's just you, you see no effort. You know, you know, nobody's helping anybody out. It's just – and I get it, man. You know, I see it on comments that, yeah, people are going to argue. Every team argues. You know, every everybody argues. There's times where, you know, people – the emotions get the best of you. I get that, man. But – Here's the thing. This is not the first time this has happened under West Side's own junior, man. And it, and it's always situations like this to perceive what? Major moves being made. Because you forget when Bertans, I don't know why all of a sudden he got um, <laughs> like he was going to do something. But, I mean, what happened right after that? Two weeks. I mean, I believe it was, what, two weeks traded line he was gone. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they're, they're, they got nipped in the bud, man, because they talk about culture. You know, culture is very important to set up a foundation, man. You know, fighting with each other and you know, not defending each other on the court. That ain't culture, man. So they need to, yeah, moves need to be made at the mm. deadline in the offseason, man. Moves need to be made. Yeah, 100%. So uh, I just want to thank you guys for locking in and, and checking us out tonight again. 
<laughs> make sure you guys subscribe, hit the notification bell as well. We will be making an episode tomorrow, and I will, like I said, make sure to read the comments that we did not get a chance to read tomorrow night. Make sure you guys check out Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On. Plus, our national shows cover every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Hell to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.